Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Ng. Joyce, we just finished watching the 2023 Screen Actors Guild Awards on YouTube. What a lovely experience. YouTube.com slash Netflix. I absolutely loved it. It was one of my favorite award shows we've watched in a long time. Great. Make all the award shows be on uh, streaming. That was my big takeaway. Um, yeah, you know, no orchestra or, or you know, piped music playing people off. A lot of profanity. Yeah. And then the commercial breaks were just you know, montages of past ceremonies. The montages were great. I absolutely love that uh, so much. I, I thought all of that was great. And it was also like a, a trip down memory. It reminded me of like a, a People Magazine gallery of like they the way they were. Will Arnett and Amy Poehler, uh, Justin Thoreau and, and Jennifer Aniston. And they just folded into the clips. Jane Kurkowski making a Johnny Depp joke. Uh, it was great. It was just amazing. I, I really love how they, um, in the first montage, they had clips of Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt winning back to back. Yeah, that was great. Uh, just all of that was great. Uh, you mentioned no, nobody getting played off. James Hong might still be talking, I think, uh, for everything. You know, ever. good for him. Uh, legend. Loved it. I, I really love that he spoke in Cantonese. Yeah. Um, and then Michelle Yeoh, you know, translated it. Um, but like, I, I know Cantonese. I don't know Mandarin. And usually uh, media uses Mandarin. Yes. So... Uh, I mean, like I can like understand some Mandarin. So I, I did appreciate the Cantonese there. And I love how he was like, maybe Hong Kong is watching. It's on YouTube. They could, they're yeah. streaming. And then he was like, put this on a TV network next year. And it's like, well, James, they're still on Netflix. They, they would have played you off by now. Yeah, They would have definitely played you off. This would have never happened. The credits awesome would have finished rolling by then. Definitely a wrap it up moment. But uh, no, Joyce, so we're talking, we, we everything, everywhere, all at once, a record, I believe, four SAG wins. It's the first film to win four SAG awards. Yes. And the first film to win three individual SAG awards, too. Um, you know, I think most people thought it would win three total. Yes. And then JLC is all of us. And she won that thing. No, we she did, did that not thing. think any, we, 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 uh, we had all, none of these people winning. We had everything ever winning ensemble. That was pretty obvious. It seemed uh, very likely that would happen, and it did. And Kiyu Kwan winning for supporting actor. But then Michelle Yeoh, uh, maybe an upset, not for us, but she she defeated Kate Blanchett. And then no, because like we talked, like that was we said that was the closest race. Right. Like you're I, acting like Kate was like way out ahead. Like we knew this was the spot for Michelle to win. I think I said. I think I said. I, I went. I think one for four. One for one for four in the acting categories uh, for SAG. Uh, so. Yes, and then BAFTA went zero for four. They and don't match, which is great. So There's great. no acting sweeper this year, which I love because I hate sweeps. But we said, I think we even said, I think I said, if obviously if all these other people win, I would not be surprised. So I'm not super surprised. Well, yeah, because this the, all every winner here is exactly up SAG's alley. Yes. Like it's populist. I, we already know everything ever is the biggest movie or like their favorite movie. Um, and obviously it won four awards and they love very mainstream emotional baby stuff like the whale. Right. So and like, we knew like he could win Brendan Fraser. Yes. <laughs> like we've always said like, um, this was the best place for him to win, not like BAFTA. So well, like I, so, like yeah. none of these are surprised. Like Jamie Lee Curtis is the only one that's really surprising because she just defeated Angela Bassett, another narrative-driven win or possible win. Right. 
So why don't we start there? Uh, that's seemingly all of these races are pretty. I think Kiyokuan, I definitely feel like is locked no matter what. I know he lost at BAFTA, but I'm like, that seems pretty. We might be able to like, you know, put that one in pen, I would say, if you're filling out a ballot. The other three acting races, I think, are pretty, pretty in flux and particularly supporting actress, which is just a complete mess. So uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. We're, we're back to the beginning since Michelle Williams vacated the category. Or yes. not even vacated because she was never in it. We just no. all assumed she was going to be in supporting. I will say uh, after the opening, when Jamie Lee Curtis was like, I'm an actor, I was like, she's winning. That was when I knew she was going to win. So the ovation she got in the room. And then when I watched uh, J- Jessica Chastain and open the show with like wins for Jessica Chastain and Sam Elliott, I was like, Jamie Lee Curtis is definitely winning <laughs> this award. I had no doubt she was. The TV winners just incredible I, I we can talk about those later but i def, i think i slacked you i was like she's winning. she definitely was winning i just knew it and it, she did win and and there you go and i'm like you know i don't know angela bassett obviously won at the golden globes and then the critics choice awards which kind of like jumped on the hey this is gonna happen bandwagon i'm just like that's what it feels like for angela bassett yeah and now she's uh lost to industry awards which are more important than either one of those uh, media yeah, uh, journalists, which are not industry, <laughs> They're not industry. And uh, yeah, like I do think we talked about this. We, I, we get compared it to like Juliet Binoche and Lauren Bacall. And you, you astutely pointed out like Sylvester Stallone and Mark Rylance. That's what this feels like now to me. And I feel like Harry Condon would be Mark Rylance in that case. And we'll probably end up winning. Cause I just think push comes to shove jamie lee curtis and angela bassett are like probably really close now they could just be an everything everywhere sweep and it wins like five oscars which i still think it might even if jamie lee curtis doesn't win but i do think harry condon maybe ends up as a surprise winner because of the bafta win like and that's not even you, you you can't call carrie condon a surprise no not Oscar now <laughs> not now Often. not now not now but no, I do she think would she just would win, win like like tilda swinton won for michael clayton sure. that was also a pretty divided race um and i remember when i predicted that my uh boss at the time was like what the fuck are you doing she's like she's not winning i was like trust me she is she was so do you think so what do you what do you think then now um so i think angela bassett losing here um you you could brush off last week at bafta being like they're just not into Black Panther. She was right. never winning there. They were obviously going to go hard, but not that hard on Banshees. So whatever, fine, sure. Um, but she really should have won tonight. Like yeah. that that was hers for the taking um, and really assert herself, um, especially having won two awards already. Um, so I think that just shows how weak of a front runner she was this whole time and mm-hmm. how um, narrative driven it was and SAG also loves narratives and they didn't go for that narrative of her being overdue and they went for another overdue veteran yes from their favorite movie right I mean I so, think that's really what it was they obviously yeah. it's their favorite movie it's a record-setting movie and it all it won in every category it could because obviously yeah, Stephanie it, 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 it technically lost. didn't lose <laughs> right because Stephanie Sue is the other other nominee and supporting actress so of its five nominations it won four but all four categories it was nominated in, it won. Uh, so yeah, they love that movie. Yeah, so it just, I think it just, you know, shows uh, that Angela's been weak this whole time and uh, everything everywhere. And Banshees are the stronger movies. This is kind of like Best Actor. Yes. So. So Best uh, Actor went to, to Brendan Fraser over Austin Butler. Again, not... That's surprising. Not a shock, but I will say I thought Austin Butler would have won after he won at BAFTA. I just, I mean, obviously I predicted. Why do you think like people, the the last minute stragglers cast their vote based on BAFTA last week? Well, I just thought like, it's so, I actually, like you said, like, I understand like it's a Beatty, Brendan Fraser, like make you cry performance, but that like, man, the main, the way they went down the middle on a lot of these things and even watching Jessica Chastain win, I was like, Austin Butler's definitely winning playing Elvis. Like she, you know, she's playing Tammy Wynette or right. I mean, like. I was just like, oh, definitely he's going to win. And then didn't. So <laughs> good for me, I guess. I feel but... like it was probably close between them. Like, because like we said, like both of them check so many of uh, a, a SAG bait performance, yeah. right? Um, in different ways. Um, but again, they do, they love narratives. 
of Brendan's comeback. So they awarded two comeback guys. They did. I, I was saying last week, you can only have room for one comeback guy, but this was you, you can't. It's sad because they love a narrative. The Oscars are less inclined to award narratives. <laughs> I, I'd also argue that. And we kind of said this a lot, but I do think I, I think SAG really did like the whale. And I think it might have been like six out of five ensemble nominees. Like, I do think it was really close to getting in there as an ensemble nominee. And I think Elvis would, would not have gotten, you know what I mean? Like, I think they liked the whale SAG a lot. SAG is clearly the place, even like before any nominations came out, I would have for sure said this is the place that would love it the most. Right. And um, so I got two, which is fine. And then it, it, you know, got that surprising PJ nomination. Right. But this is the the type of movie that SAG loves and the type of performance it hits you in the feels. Yes. So and then, you know, he's like, you know, on, on his comeback trail. Um and like a nice story. And they did do a lot of screenings in the fall, you know, like we all joke about like how we just had that one still for months. And they wouldn't release A24, didn't release a trailer for months. But they were doing in-person screenings of Q&As. Like, they, they knew what they were doing. They were getting him out there, like, FaceTime. They did a so I feel like they did, like, a Sony Classics um, campaign for him. And and A24 just dominated tonight, so. Yeah, won every, <laughs> won every acting award. Is that right? No. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh no, I think obviously I think that's still close. And I would, I mean, I keep going like the reason I'm going to still lean like Harry Condit and Austin Butler at the Oscars is because those are stronger movies and still, and even if like, like the whole Academy is voting, I think the whole Academy is way more interested in Banshees of Inisherin and Elvis than they were the whale and obviously Black Panther. Well, so for supporting actress, I think, Carrie has the international vote that Black Panther uh, and everything everywhere probably don't have. Right. And like, and then yeah. Jamie also has to deal with Stephanie. Right. She has not a materialized really as like a serious threat, but like we were like in, in thinking of the international vote, just for thinking of BAFTA particularly, like if Q Kwan didn't win at BAFTA, like they really did not... Uh, embrace that movie then obviously so like jamie lee curtis getting a wealth of international support seems like not something that's very realistic i would say uh i mean she she is a former bafta winner but like that i think it might just like she might just split between like stephanie and then also if you're just voting on you know overdue veterans it's like she like her and angela too right how you gonna um and i mean like carrie you know like critics awards like don't really matter at this point and like they're not voting but like she is the most acclaimed performance of this group um and the most awarded right uh thus far and that's usually what prevails here especially in the last couple years too Mm -hmm. um but we've you know we've kind of had like sweepers the last couple of years right. um uh except for yun um but i would lean carrie right now and then you know that's also another way to honor banshees yes which went over five tonight as we expected yes there's just no place no. for it to win it's the first five-time nominee to not win anything right um, um- yeah, I think Carrie would win. And I do think like we had said, like, I still am going to stick with Austin at the Oscars, even though Brennan won. Yeah, I'm not really deviating from Austin or Kate Blanchett. So I might deviate from Kate. And I wanted to talk about that. I was like, watching tonight, I was like, man, Michelle Yeoh, people are really excited about her. I'm not just film Twitter. I think like a lot but of people are that's not new. Where have you been? That's no, not- I know. But they're, they, it's not new. But I do think like people were also very excited about Kate. And then tonight it felt like, and no one seemed to care about Kate except for like Quinta Brunson, uh, who I think gave her a shout out from That's the stage. The room. The room matters though. Those are the people who are voting that, for the Oscars. But like that's not just the only people voting for the Oscars. No, that. I know, but it's like a lot of the people voting for the Oscars. It's not all those the people in branch. There are Oscar members. So I mean, a lot of those people are Oscar members. Yeah, but not everyone. Like you're acting like only those people in that room are voting. No, I know, but I do think there is like a very 
great affection for it. And obviously, no, like, no, like I agree. Like, things. there's always, but I'm saying, like, there's always been affection for Michelle Yeoh. And it just like, feels... she totally won the Oscar. Like, she needed this tonight to win the Oscar. Yeah. And I do think she actually, I, I just don't think I anything just... has really changed. <laughs> the, the, none of the speeches tonight I felt like were like great, including hers, uh, though I thought hers was pretty good. Um, but you couldn't hear it because she kept crinkling her, her it was, dress. It was her crinkle paper dress. So yeah. the little AV, an AV fail there. And then uh, Brendan's speech, I didn't really think was very memorable. Jamie Lee Curtis's was great. So I don't think like any of the speeches really were like a game changer, let's say. But I do think Michelle Yeoh, like the way the the entire cast and like seemed like the room was very into her. I'm like, I could really see her kind of pushing the last few weeks here and and, and pulling ahead in a tight race, especially if she's going to be like just all over the place. And it's hard to think, I guess if you're thinking like the movie's going to win Best Picture, which we both expect at this point right it won a pga obviously not a surprise it won here not a surprise it won dga uh not a surprise maybe uh so if it's going to be best picture and you're an oscar voter who's like man i love this movie i'm putting it number one like you would probably put her number one too she's the whole she is like the movie right yeah but the best picture winners were to lead in the win so i'm just saying like i don't think anything changed tonight because we like last week we all expected Kate to win the BAFTA. Like for months, we all expected yes. Kate to win the BAFTA and Michelle to win SAG. And those bo- two things happened. Right. <laughs> so I guess like, I didn't really expect Kate. Michelle to win SAG. I really thought Kate was going to win SAG. Oh, see, I, I was like, I was like, it's tied between. I mean, like I went with Kate, but I was like, Michelle can totally win here. Like I didn't think it was a slam dunk for Kate here. So I like nothing changed for me. <laughs> yeah, I think I might change her, but that's the only one I would change. I'll stick with Austin and Carrie who I think I already have uh, winning. I definitely have Carrie winning at the Oscars already. And then obviously Q Kwan and everything everywhere, best picture. Yeah, I mean, I'm just glad um, three of these acting races are exciting. Yes. So Because uh, best picture that. seems we, not we've exciting. We've had too many sweeps. <laughs> best picture seems like pretty sad. That's it. Pack it up. We don't need to talk about that. Just, just <laughs> nothing to say. You don't think it's gonna? You don't think it's gonna? Every all quiet's gonna to make history as like a all quiet is the parasite of this race or uh all quiet on Western Front, um, two time Best Picture winner. Yeah, it's like the moonlight of this race after the PGAs. I mean, honestly, that's really the only thing you can make a argument for because it doesn't like it has nowhere else to assert itself because it has no guild presence. So it's just like lurking in the background. So you don't know like what's happening with it, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and, you know, it, obviously it, it peaked late or broke late. So it didn't make a lot of um, awards groups, nominations lists. Right. So, you know, went over with big with BAFTA. And yeah, we, we don't know like who else, how many people are checking out right now before voting starts. You know, so I mean, everything are also really lucked out in that there is no consensus alternative to it, right. because we've just had different films winning in places, and um, you know, like Fablemans and won the Globe drama, but that's been fading for weeks. Yeah, um, Banshees like couldn't even win BAFTA. <laughs> that so, was a shock. That was a, and that was bad. all quiet. Uh, late breaker dominated BAFTA but it, it just it can't it's not nominated in any place else so it can't win anywhere else to show itself so it it could just by being absent just surge ahead it, invisibly you know um, and we don't know until the envelope is open uh, and Top Gun was always like it it hinged on PGA but I don't, like I don't think like realistically anyone really thought it was going to win best picture no you know so i thought it could like, win what else, what else is there nothing like no one ever realistically talk about tar as a best picture winner so it feels like the last few years you could say the same thing where there's never there's been a front runner and then there's never been like an alternative really i guess coda was like the alternative power of the dog but i actually don't think like coda materialized so quickly it felt like the front runner almost immediately maybe not at the nomination coda today, materialized like, at sag it was like a year ago tonight basically right. where it won two sag awards 
And then I think like the true turning point was when it won adapted screenplay at BAFTA. Yes. <laughs> two weeks later, because I was like, holy shit. Um, but like, I'm just like, oh man, like you're right. None of these movies are going to, like there's no alternative for everything ever. It just seems obvious yeah. it would win. Yeah, like, I and I understand like the concern that a lot of its stands had over it performing at PJ and the provincial ballot. But I was like, there's just not a solid alternative to it, no. you know, that could take it down. Like I'm sure there are, you know, a lot of its haters um would not vote for it and rank it low but i don't think its haters have agreed like what is second best i also just like don't, they, all, they all need to band together get into zoom and be like we we can't let everything ever win so we have to vote for this i also don't think there's a lot of haters for it it just seems like the industry is very across a lot of different the americans love it americans love it the every like everything everything is lining up for it and the international voters even if they're not as hot on it i'll still probably enough will support it basically yeah uh so and i think it's fine like it's winning that it's winning director so again like no alternative and director right so it wins best picture best director q Quan, and i do think it could win michelle yo too i i guess the one i'm wondering now and we'll see next week is the wga awards and it doesn't matter because i don't think it, whatever but i was just like that well it's gonna win wga so it will win wga like, but like banshee's yeah. not there so would banshee's win at the oscars i think banshee's can win at the oscars yeah i mean that would be but it could also win that too i mean it could win like six i think it, i'll end up having it winning five probably in the end because i think i'll have editing too not top gun it's i mean the oscars also don't do uh sweeps anymore really like no. it's hard to win more than four but this could so... win picture director actress supporting actor and editing that's five i would probably have it it's ha i mean it has three for sure yeah so and like all it's win because can also just be above the line too yeah that could be funny you could watch three hours of the oscar broadcast and win and win like one award and then win like the last two in the last 10 minutes yeah we've had that happen before there was also remember when um well i mean la la land didn't won best picture for like two minutes but uh it didn't win a single award until like cinematography like two hours in and people right. were getting worried it also depends on how they do the order of presentation maybe they'll do best actor or last well actor. supporting actor should be first just get over with so i feel like it will be uh yeah so that's it choice that was the, the film side any anything what, what else did you notice um the film side um i don't know <laughs> that's it i mean like you no know, colin farrell i mean we were kind of uh, that, like that he's, ship he's been done since he lost BAFTA. so yeah that one's done and we knew he was not going to win this we knew sag was between austin and brendan so so you're going to stay with austin obviously too yeah right he has the best picture nominee and the bafta win yeah they both have industry wins um he and brendan so. uh tv side of things joy so white lotus won a drama ensemble which we said abbott elementary won comedy ensemble i listened to you and i switched to gene smart for best actress that was smart uh in comedy best actor in a comedy jerry allen jeremy allen white great love that uh best actor in a drama you were right jason bateman in ozark i don't know if you predicted him I, I took the hit because I couldn't betray Bob, but I told you he was you winning. You knew it. You absolutely knew it. I was like, look at that. They were going to go back to him. I got to say, even Jason Bateman seemed a little like, this is great. Thanks. Well, man. now he has tied James Gandolfini's record of three wins in the category. So Jason Bateman, James Gandolfini, and the most awarded drama actors at SAG. It's amazing. And Jason Bateman has uh, never lost this category since he won it. So he's... Uh, and so he also has not won in consecutive years because Ozark uh, was ineligible uh, after his first win and then after his second win. So he's never suffered a loss. So he's reclaimed since since he first won. Like he's reclaimed the award twice without losing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and he he and Bill Hader have the opposite problems because Jason can win SAG for acting, but not for not uh not the emmy for acting mm -hmm. uh, and he can win the emmy for directing but not dga bill can win the emmy for acting but not sag right and he can win the dga for directing but not the emmy that's funny mm -hmm. 
uh, and Jennifer Coolidge won for White Lotus and a drama actress. Great speech. Hers was my favorite of the night, I would say. Yeah, and it was also, I think people were expecting another funny speech, and it was very emotional, and so, I loved it. I loved it too. And it made me laugh because she's telling these like great stories about like her childhood. And like, people are like, I hear like your people laughing because they're like waiting for the joke. And it's like, there's no joke. She's just telling a nice story. Not everything is going to be a joke, but it's a good story. I thought, uh, I thought she was great. I was really happy. She won. Uh, like I said, so we goofed about this and I said, I'm going to go down. I've got to go to Amanda Seyfried for, for drama, uh, for limited series actress. That she lost. I think you're the curse. Like she was winning because you weren't predicting her. Oh, Amanda Seyfried, I'm so sorry that I cost you a sweep uh, by predicting you finally, because I had been predicting Jessica Chastain at every one of these shows. And then I didn't predict her for this and she won. It's it's the reverse of my Ray Seahorn. Oh my God. Curse because Ray finally got in at the Emmys when I stopped predicting her. I, I couldn't believe it. I literally was like, I cannot believe this. I should have just, I could have literally for two in a row. I think I did just, just think she didn't win. And you didn't even do Amanda at the Emmys. You did Lily James. No. Oh my God. I couldn't believe that. That one was hilarious. And then Sam Elliott won. I had him dead last in my picks and he won for 18. Iconic win and also totally sag. Great sag. Uh, just all time. And his speech was good too. I thought nice, uh, nice little, he, he wrote it down. He was prepared. Yeah, um, a lot of words. Yeah. So then, um, the the Taylor Sheridan verse has won a Golden Globe and a SAG Award. No one. Emmys. How come Chief Willoughby? Maybe- uh, What's going on with Kevin Costner? Maybe 1923, Harrison Ford, double Emmy nominee this year for Shrinking and, Shrinking and 1923. And 1923. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Helen Mirren, get her in for that accent that she did great accent work in the show. Uh, so those those are the TV ones. They I feel like they started out like wild because of Jessica Jastain and Sam Elliott, neither of whom were very widely predicted by anyone, and then kind of just settled into very chalk winners. Like nothing surprised me after that. Yeah, not, the comedy winners were. Uh, and even well, Bateman, I guess not because a lot of people had Quinta Brunson, but Gene Smart, I told you. Yeah, I mean that didn't seem like a shock, even if you had Quinta Brunson. I'm sure you had to think Gene Smart would win or mm -hmm. could win. Right. Like I switched right away when you made it even just thinking about it. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, why would Gene Smart win? Well, I also feel better, not because like Gene won, but um, uh, Abbott uh, lost PGA yesterday, Saturday to the bear. And so it kind of like reinforced my feeling that Abbott was not super strong or as strong as people think it is like mm -hmm. within, within the guilds, at least. Yeah because it couldn't win PGA when it was right. predicted to. And it, you know, arguably underperformed at SAG and only got those two nominations. Like right. you, you could really make a case for saying like, Shirley Ralph should have gotten a nomination at SAG. You know? Yeah, and Tyler James Williams. Yeah, like Tyler James Williams especially, like no internal competition really. Um, yeah, we kind of, you kind of called that, I think back when the nominations came out that it underperformed and it, it did. It feels yeah. like a perfect ensemble show too. Like yeah. you're not watching Quinta is great. I think she is really good on the show, but you're not watching it thinking like she is like a iconic performance compared to like Gene Smart, who while I love Hannah Einbinder is obviously Hacks is like Gene. Like she's a Yeah, and they love repeats Um, and she is a veteran. So uh it it made sense and you know also a great speech by chris mcdonald in her stead reading her speech office love, i love shooter you know i love shooter mcgavin so that was great all the speech i mean the tv speeches were great i mean i thought his uh, his speech for gene was really good i, I really like that i thought jessica chastain's speech was great uh i thought she it was great sam elliott she, she really knows how to appeal to the the struggling actor yeah. because she was one it, it made me laugh that she she started the ceremony with her win and that speech and citing like struggling actors and then like three or four other people when they won kind of did this a variation on the same thing and i was like you're just ripping off jessica kind of to be fair i think most speeches every sag ceremony is like that right that's true always going to talk about the little people right i guess and i like a lot of them you know did struggle for years before their big break so 
Yeah, Jessica Chastain yeah. knocked around for a long time before she became. Yeah, her like, big break was her seven films uh, yeah. thirteen years ago, twelve years ago now. Yeah. yeah. So, I also uh, love because like she's on Broadway, so she flew in just for this, and she was wearing her mask. So she. I noticed that too, but she had it on obviously, and then just immediately took it off. She she had it on at the tables when they were doing yes. the I'm an actor at the beginning, so you could see it. But obviously, she took it off when she won. Right. So. Well, she'll be fine on the stage. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, what else? So that was the TV ones. I mean, like, I thought the show was great. Like I said, like, love the montages. Whoever put those montages together, great. Love seeing the old SAG stuff. I think if they're doing it again next year, they just got to figure out a way to, like, it, it had a little bit of the Golden Globes issue where people were just not obviously paying attention. Yeah, well, that's also because, like, they don't have commercial breaks. Right. They're not going to have it next year either when it's on Netflix officially. Right. So, and it's, they don't have a host either. So, they so maybe they, they'll try to get a host next year. Maybe a host or maybe try to, like, come up. Like, I was thinking, like, as a TV producer, Joyce, you know, I'm, like, a, you know, a long-time TV producer. I was like, boy, what could they have done differently? So, they had, like, the montages, and that was, like, obviously, like, filling in for, like, a commercial break. But, like, I was like, maybe they should do more backstage bits or something like some kind of like thing that's like clearly happening and then like kind of like as a transition to get people back onto their seats or something i don't know i don't know i think it's just really when it's a dinner table setting i think it's really hard to wrangle people yeah as opposed to an auditorium setting yeah um because even when there is a host at the globes they like, saw that like, this year like, yeah like it's hard to like get everyone to settle down and they're like they're drunk so right. Um, uh yeah but i thought the show was great uh no no it only went 15 minutes over right and that's because they had the big uh james hong tribute at the end which is great like a 10 minute yeah i think like mark Wahlberg came out and said women are talking at 10.05 we still haven't talked about that first of all a choice choices were made to have mark Wahlberg uh, present ensemble i would say incredible and then uh like no one was like Mm, let's see what's going to win here. Oh, okay. Everything everywhere. Yeah. Let's definitely get, bring in Mark. That's fine. And then uh, women are talking. I just was like, amazing. Just an amazing uh, moment. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I really wish they had won. Cause congratulations to women are talking. I guess they're not winning. <laughs> women are not winning. They're not, they are talking. Uh, you got one thing to do. I don't know. You can't get the name of the movie right. I I would say I I'm a fan of Mark Wahlberg's acting. Sometimes, uh, he's a good performer. I interviewed him a million years ago, Joyce, for the movie Contraband, I believe. And how was that? It was fun. We talked while he was on the on the street walking, and I talked to him on his cell phone. I had like ten minutes with him. Oh, I love when um the talent is traveling. I love like car. Uh, phoners that's what this is like lost ryan murphy because he was in the car he wasn't driving but he went through a tunnel and i just completely lost him one time uh, too so i had mark Wahlberg walking down the street in new york city like talking to me on his cell phone and i was like okay this is great and i think he actually somebody was like say hi to your mother for me in the call and i was like do you get that a lot he's like yeah and then uh and then i had ansel elgort like in a car when he was doing fault in our stars and he was like getting shepherded between like one thing to another thing a phone or with him and he was like going to like maybe maybe even honestly going to like a late night thing or something because i know he was like out he was like there are people outside the car kind of thing nice i once had um vanessa manillo stop she pulled off to the side of the road because she's like i know i'm gonna lose reception so i'm just gonna pull over and finish the call with you before she continued i was like that's nice of you it's nice i also like like, i hope you're not late to wherever you're going you know I also like when they just call on their own numbers. That's the best. I love that. Yeah. So Mark Wahlberg did, I think, at the time, maybe. Mm-hmm. It definitely wasn't so, like patched. I also love when they leave you voicemails. Like, if you haven't, I, I have a, I had a, or I had, I had a voicemail from Angela Lansbury. Oh, that's great. Tom Bosley died. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I had to uh, wrangle celeb reactions from his former co-stars. Right. And I just emailed her rep. And then and- she was called. Yeah, yeah, and like she called overnight to my office line, so I I came in the next morning awesome. with a voicemail from Angela Lansbury. So I obviously called back because she. That's amazing. Number. The yeah. last one I got from a famous person was Betty Gilpin, who I interviewed a few years ago for something, and she had called, and I missed the call, and I had her voicemail. I was like, "That's cool." Betty Gilpin rules. I was a big fan of her. I have um, I think the only voicemail I have on my cell phone is from Paget Brewster. 
Nice. She, called, she like for Criminal Minds, one of my favorite shows. And was she like women be talking, Joyce, or women are talking? No, she was. She was just like, let me know <laughs> if you're. Uh, I don't think she mentioned women at all. She was Good. just like, you know, let let me know, like, you know, when when you're free. She's like, I'm so sorry, like I missed you, whatever, you know. So this was like I, eleven I, years ago. I just can't believe you didn't get the name right. I don't know. I think they could have. He could have gotten it. He's right. never heard of it before. <laughs> He's never seen it. He's like, what is this movie? Who are these people? Uh, no, he got he. You know what? The funny thing too is he got thrown because no one to his. I can't believe I'm going to defend this because it was so bad. But I was like, to his to his some to give him some credit, none of the other presenters it seemed like had to actually say any of the nominees. Uh, they were no, but it's like so because what happens with the final award is because like throughout the show they've yes. been showing clips of the ensemble nominees. Yes, and then they're not going to make another nominees package with it. Correct. So, so that was the problem. The but I think he got has thrown to off. Read off the envelope or the teleprompter. Yes themselves <laughs> i i do think he got thrown off by that because i was just like oh uh yeah because he was like about to announce it and then and he's he like, like oh i have oh to i gotta it. read the nominees yeah. and then he was just like women are talking you know that great movie uh it didn't win so it doesn't matter uh, it was fun seeing my, our pals from babylon i love seeing my friends from babylon up there on your stage. favorite movie have you watched it on paramount plus not yet but my mom and dad watched it at last night we're <laughs> recording on sunday night i talked to my mom today and she was like oh uh watched Babylon last night I was like oh isn't it great she was like well it's very long and then she was like uh I don't think it needed why did it need to have like she would lot it, she definitely got taken at she thought it was like it was a wonderful movie and then what do we have to go it's the Tobey Maguire part into like the freak show stuff she was just like get me the hell out of this like why is it like that I was like mom it's like a metaphor for Hollywood and everything is like a commodity and like there's no and she was not buying the metaphor Damien Chazelle I'm sorry to say it it is the section that uh could have been excised, but then that would mean no Toby Maguire. And I always want Toby Maguire. That's what I was saying. I was like, also it is part of the theme of the movie that it's like they went from stars to like here's spectacle, guy's gonna eat a rat. It is it is too long though. And, what does she think of the final montage? She was like, What is that? Was that in his head? I was like, Yeah. And I was like, see, it's like if you don't have all this shit, you can't get Avatar. Is it worth it? You decide, mom. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you yes or no. Has the movie she seen isn't Avatar The Way of Water? She hasn't seen that. She'll never watch that shit. Come on. <laughs> but uh, no, so Babylon, I would love seeing my pals from Babylon. It was funny watching like the cast who shows up. So like you had D Diego Calva and uh, some of the cast members for only murders. I saw none of them were there, right? Because they're filming season three. So it was like two members of the That's ensemble. why they did the, the thing in the beginning. Right. Uh, that was fun. Uh yeah, obviously, Hacks had good representation, but uh, yeah, that was the SAG Awards. I don't know anything else. The good in memoriam, Angela Lansbury would have closed it out by voicemail, buddy. Angela Lansbury, who do you think will close the Oscar one? Um, I don't know. We've lost a lot of great people. I was kind of like, I could not believe oh my god, that on. transition from Ray Liotta to Parla Savino. Oh my gosh, tough, tough. I was like, wow, yeah. all of these people died this every year. I feel like you're always like, man, a lot of people died, but man, a lot of people died this past year. Was... Yeah, we're old and we're just gonna keep losing all of our faves. I think Angela Lansbury could close out the Oscars one too. Uh, frankly, yeah, three time nominee, she was James a, Conn, the last, like vestige of right. I mean, they went, it was Angela Lansbury, James Conn was second to last, I think, right? I don't know who was anti penultimate, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Sally Field. You know, talk about Sally Field. That was great. First yeah. of all, Andrew Garfield looks like he is living the greatest life right now. He is preparing to play a wolf, clearly. A very tan wolf. He was so tan. I was like, man, last year he had to sit through all of this shit as a nominee. Knew he wasn't going to win for a much better performance than one. And then this year he looked like the weight of the world off his shoulders, having the time of his life. Uh, he just looked great. I thought his speech was wonderful. And man, it, Sally Field made so many good movies and so many like iconic movies, I feel like. You know what I watched yesterday? What? Mrs. Doubtfire. Great movie. Mm -hmm. I was like, Mrs. Doubtfire, you go through IMDb and it just is like, just nothing but bangers. I'm so glad they included a clip of her amazing stint on ER. Oh, so. I knew you'd like that. Yeah. Um, and I also remember last year for Helen Mirren, they did not include a clip of teaching Mrs. Tingle. Yeah, tough beat. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, I love Sally Field and I thought her speech was great. And Michelle Yeoh actually mentioned it in her acceptance speech for Best Actress. 
uh, and how, yeah, I thought that was wonderful moment. Sally Field's great. I still haven't seen 80 for Brady, but uh, look forward to watching it someday. Probably on streaming. Whenever it's streaming, I'll watch it. Is it a Paramount movie? Yeah. Right? Or is it Universal? I think it's Paramount, so it'll be on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, and that was it. That's the whole show. It was two hours, 15 minutes. Watched on YouTube. I'm like, this is great, man. What are the Oscars going to do? It also, it started on time and it had a nice countdown before of like previous speeches too. I thought that was pretty cool. No technical difficulties. No, way better. Remember like uh, in the early days of the pandemic, how disastrous these shows were? Nobody could get a Zoom loaded up. And now it's just like, this is fine. It's streaming on YouTube. Uh, We didn't even talk about Ariana DeBose was there and she did the thing, Joyce. She referenced her own uh, viral infamy by doing the thing. Do you think... I know they didn't know, but it's like funny to think like, did they know that Angela did not win? And that's why she didn't present that category. No, but I was wondering, how do you think they decided who presented what category? It was very strange to me. So she didn't present. Supporting actor. She didn't, did she? She didn't. So who presented supporting actor? Orlando Bloom? Yeah. Why? Because he was there. (laughs) And then like. They kind of weren't matching up past winners, but then Jessica Chastain did present uh, Brendan Fraser. So I was like, okay, so they went back to that for that. But obviously Will Smith wasn't going to be there. I don't know if you know this, but Will Smith- uh, Will Smith uh, won an Image Award yesterday. I saw for Emancipation. I couldn't believe it. I was like, he's still winning for King Richard. And I forgot actually it was for Emancipation. Uh, No, so obviously Will Smith wasn't there to present actor and Troy Kotzer wasn't there to present supporting actress. I don't even remember who did supporting actors. I think it was, was that Emily Blunt and Jason Bateman? Maybe. I remember them doing, there were two people for supporting actress and one person for supporting actor. Yeah, the, all of that was weird and how they decided how they would want to do it. And then it made it, it was not weird to me if it was just like, uh, you know, a 52 pickup doesn't matter. But then when they had Jessica Chastain do actor, I was like, why didn't you just have the past winners? Show? Yeah, like having Jeff Bridges do actress was cool. Yeah, that was you know, cool. like a, a former winner. Yeah, no, that was cool. tonight. Yeah. I just think like they could have Troy Kotzer there, but maybe he couldn't come and they were just like for the supporting category. We're just going to, you know, screw it. It was Doesn't just like matter. whoever they booked to present. Right. So, uh, yeah, that was true. I don't know. I guess, I mean, they could have done Emily Blunt, a former supporting actress winner to do supporting actor. I think she maybe did then with Jason Bateman. Was that supporting? No, actor? no. Supporting actor, I think was Orlando. It was just Orlando. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. The, she, right. she presented with Jason, but- they were together and it was not supporting actor. Okay. Their bit was great. I thought they were very funny together. I was impressed. I was like, Emily, Emily Blunt can do anything. She's got such good chemistry with everyone. When uh, is she going to get her Oscar nomination for Oppenheimer? No, I don't think she's going to be in it enough. <laughs> Florence Pugh maybe for Oppenheimer? I don't know. Uh, that was SAG Awards. And then the PGA Awards ended uh, way in in the I wee don't hours. I that. That's no like, no. In the wee hours of the morning, it went on I forever. know what's going to happen. <laughs> I think it ended at like 3 a.m. maybe, or a time. No, it, it always ends around 2. Uh, Everything Everywhere won that, no kidding. Uh, in the documentary category, Nelvani won. So that's now a very competitive race, I feel like, between that and Fire. He's going to win the Oscar. This is uh, just giving shades of Icarus and my octopus teacher. Yeah. So then you think it's going to win? Yes. Uh, and the, the bear. And then the bear won. The bear, uh, that was great. You know, so like just uh, I, I looked through, cause, I mean, I was awake for like half of it, sure. but like the the order of presentation for the PJs was funny because it, it felt like they started off with like the locks, like Pinocchio and the White Lotus mm-hmm. for drama. And then for a ton of categories in the middle was upsets or, you know, not the favorite winning. Yes. And then the final category was obviously best picture and it was everything everywhere. So we're back to chalk again. Right. A lot of these shows seeming like, I mean, like, I, and you got to wonder maybe if the Oscars will end up being like that too, where it's like, it is a very competitive year. And like we said, there are like three acting races that are up for grabs, but they are all up for grabs in a way that like nothing that would happen would be a surprise, right? So like if Carrie Condon or Jamie Lee Curtis wins or Angela Bassett, I mean, I would be a little surprised, honestly, now if Angela Bassett won, but I guess not. And then obviously Michelle Yeoh and, and Kate Blanchett, if either one of them win, it'd be like, okay. And even Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler, I would not be shocked if Brendan Fraser won. But then yeah, by the this time is, we- this is why it's fun when there are split races. Yes. But then by the time you get to the end of the show, it's like, oh, okay. We know it's going to win. It's over. Uh, 
I mean, we know Best Picture, yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, like, there's nothing that can beat it. Like, we knew it was going to dominate the guilds, and it's doing it right now. Yeah. So, it has DGA, PGA, and SAG. It's going to get WGA next week. Right. So. Uh, what else was that? What was there another guild sound? Did that happen today, too? Um, yeah, costumes is tomorrow. Okay. So, oh, there were the Annies last night too. So a lot of wins for Pinocchio. Yeah. Let me see the Golden Reel Awards. Uh, I think Top Gun won Foley, and I think Banshees won ADR, maybe, and then Elvis won sound editing for music. That tracks. I actually think here's what I was thinking. I was like, if it was two sound categories, you'd have Elvis winning one and Top Gun winning another, right? This year, probably. We talk about this. Elvis would be winning mixing and Top Gun would be winning editing. And then you're, so that's why I actually think Elvis will end up, I think Elvis could, so I think, I think everything ever is going to win editing and I think Elvis will win sound, but I could see even if Top Gun won editing, Elvis would still win sound because I think the mixing will uh, supersede the editing. Okay. <laughs> um, I still have Top Gun and sound. So here's my question for you. Yes. How many Best Picture nominees are going to go home empty-handed? All right, let me take a look at the Best Picture winner updates. Because right, we have some locks here, like Avatar's winning... So Avatar oh. will win one. Uh, women effects. talking. All quiet is going to win international at least, and cinematography probably. Right. Okay, so I'm just going to go through Avatar definitely winning one. Uh, women talking nothing. Women are talking will also win nothing. Neither so, women talking move. Neither women women space talking movies will win anything. Uh, Triangle of Sadness nothing. Elvis, I think, will win at least one, if not two, because I think he could win makeup and hair as well. Uh, Tar could win nothing. I think if Michelle <laughs> beats Kate Blanchett, I don't know what else it would win at this point. Uh, Fableman's nothing. Uh, Banshee's one. All Quiet one, or at least. Top Gun, nothing. So that's half the Best Picture nominees would not get anything. One, uh, two, three four five i guess five of the ten will not get anything but right now what are you you're predicting five i'm predicting five will not get anything because i'm gonna have uh yeah i don't think i'd have anything else like i don't have <laughs> i don't have tar winning if i don't have Kate blanchett winning so if i'm gonna move to michelle michelle yo which i probably will then that's out and the rest of them i didn't have winning anything anyway so I think the only ones I don't have winning anything are Fableman's Triangle of Sadness and Woman Talking right now. I moved off Top Gun. I'm just not sure uh, the industry cares. Tom, Tom Cruise saved Hollywood's ass, but the industry- I mean, it's not winning play. Best Picture. It could win text. I could win text, but I, I think they're just more infatuated with these other texts. I don't think, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. Like it could obviously win sound. Uh, it can but... win song. And it could win song, but I don't think it will. Uh, you still have RR winning song. I mean, I have it there as a placeholder because <laughs> I got to put something in there. What would you put in otherwise? I don't know because I don't like none of them really make sense. We I talked the, about this last week. Yeah, I'm still confused, but I still have the "This Is a Life" in there in second place. I mean, I, I think that can when like um fight for you did two years ago just because judas was the mm -hmm. biggest movie and it was the, it was the the best picture nominee yeah but the field is not the same this year as it was then because what about uh diane winning <laughs> um i mean you know, good for her. I, I do want her to win a competitive award because she tries so hard. It almost feels like this could be the year. I don't know why. I don't, I, I think she would need, I think for her to win with the whole Academy voting, she would need to write an absolute banger in a really popular hit movie. Um, right. It would also help if it was the Best Picture nominee. Right. Yeah. 
guys like I can't tell you how many tweets I've seen in the past months like two months um of people just saying like is tell like woman a movie does it exist because I haven't seen it so <laughs> huh. has anybody seen it did you ever watch it no I haven't seen it me neither uh that's it. I'm, I'm now I'm getting lost. Joy's looking at uh, the Netflix to dumb site did a bunch of uh, SAG Awards content. I'm just. Yeah, they posted the seating chart a couple days yeah. ago. Yeah, they really went in mm-hmm. and ready. Uh, so that was it. So, uh, so we feel like nothing, nothing really changed. But I know people are like, man, you guys get everything wrong. I saw somebody uh, in one of the comments was like, get everything wrong. I have always said like I like being wrong because I don't think it should be totally predictable. Like I like surprises. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a really competitive race. I guess I always try to think of it like I'm like when you're watching the show, what does it feel like? And I'm just like that's why I might go to Michelle because I'm when I'm watching the show and I'm watching the Oscars in two weeks, it's gonna be like, man, of course Michelle Yeoh is gonna win. Like why? What? Like I just don't I don't know I just feel like I just have a feeling at this point you're also easily swayed by in the moment stuff I am I am it's true but like I'm not gonna I'm not swayed enough to pick Jamie Lee Curtis so and I'm not swayed enough to pick Brendan Fraser uh but Michelle Yeoh I was pretty swayed tonight I was like uh I just I just don't think anything that happened with the reaction to her or the film was surprising because I expected that reception for her. Right. You know? And, like, we know they love the movie. And, like, she's beloved. So. They love this know. movie. Like, it's, like, that wasn't brand new information to me. <laughs> Amazing. Like, I'm, I, I, like I said last week, like, I want different winners so i'm excited that she won because it keeps the race interesting right so uh all right well i guess we'll be back uh later this week then joyce and we'll do our wga picks and whatever other news is coming up spirit awards come on oh wow i can't wait maybe andrea riseborough rises again remember andrea riseborough she we had like no one's talked about her in so long but every week there's always like something with her somebody's uh, mad but about this is, her, uh, one no, of her very few nominations for two leslie yeah, they were an early adopter of the two Leslie uh, train. And people like never mentioned that when they talk about her Oscar nomination. For no, some completely forgot. So. All right. Well, well, we'll talk then. We'll talk about that and the WGA awards and all kinds of stuff, Joyce. This is so much fun. All right. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at goldderby. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.